Welcome to All Tea No Shade. My name is Xander Alexander and I am just living my best life. Trying to keep it real, trying to keep it cute, and trying to keep it real cute. All Tea No Shade. Now let's spill some tea. Right now, it's Trump's party and it's snatched and he can cry if he wants to, literally. And ain't nobody putting that baby in the corner. A cell block, maybe. But like Cardi B, all he wants is the money. Boots the house down. And the Senate too. If you don't know what Boots the House Down stands for, then watch an episode of RuPaul's Drag Race and get your life, cause ain't nobody got time for that. When he basically said, no wall, no government, did you think he was joking or did you think he'd lost his mind? Or are you one of the privileged few who, no doubt, finally are hearing about this alleged partial government shutdown, which to you is just Democrats preventing Trump from securing our borders? This tea is almost too real to spill. Talking about some 800,000 federal employees that are without a paycheck right now. And some of whom are still working anyway for no money. It's like, take a dollar to the airport and tip your TSA worker. They're actually playing rap music out loud I heard in some terminals. Good for them. Because like many Americans in today's booming economy, they're living paycheck to paycheck. And on average, nearly half of Americans could not afford a sudden expenditure of $500 if it came up. They want and they need answers. And they want you to know how it feels to have a job one day working for the government that's highly touted as a leader of the free world. And the next day you're taking shifts holding up signs like a homeless person and rummaging at a food bank to provide for your family. I have heard some crazy stories about people rationally rationing their insulin rather than going broke because they'd rather die in their sleep peacefully than live like this. Mortgage payments are being missed and folks are feeling some kind of way about it. I told my friends back in 2016, if they thought America was angry during the 2016 election, watch what happens when they're pissed in the 2020 election. It's anyone's game now. Ladies and gentlemen, start your engines and may the odds be ever in your favor. Now, I'm no politician yet, and I did say yet, but, much like the rest of America, I will have my informed and uninformed opinions on this administration and local politics here and there just like the rest. Opinions are like arses. Everyone has one, but most of them are just full of... You know what. As for the government shutdown, in addition to finding it unnecessary, I find it horribly enigmatic because there are wild accusations as to the ramifications that may or may not become of it. But if this administration has taught you anything, it's not to expect the expected. If you throw enough limp noodles at the wall, one's bound to stick for anyone that knows how to cook pasta. And if nothing sticks, eh, call Stormy Daniels 
let's see if she can help you with the noodles and their limpness. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm actually a fan of Stormy and the work she's doing now. Basically, she realized her audience slowly went from middle-aged men to middle-aged women who were telling their stories. And they felt empowered because of her. So she changed her tune and now she's playing a different game. But I digress. Shocker. The government shutdown for some individuals is nothing but a mere block of the president's ability to secure our national security, a pillar of his platform. The government shutdown hasn't even hit them and if it weren't for the media, they probably would be none the wiser in polishing their ivory towers. And for others still, they may not even know about it at all. Think of those without a TV, like the two million plus prisoners, or the 50 million plus elderly who may not consume media anymore. Oh, don't think they matter? Imagine the power of those missed votes of the felons. If every state followed Florida's steps to ensure ex-felons have voting rights, that's enough to swing some states and sway some elections, I'd bet. And don't forget to the non-POCs out there. The ex-felons are in large part POCs. Oh, and those of you who don't know, the POC stands for Person of Color. So good luck with that when the Kraken is unleashed. For example, once we legalize marijuana at the federal level, you're going to be seeing a lot of extra POCs diving right back into the voting pool, and their vote counts just as good as the next. As you can see, this is not a referendum on national security anymore. It sure as hell is a telltale sign that the middle class is disappearing like the White House cabinet positions after inauguration. Furthermore, it's showcasing flawed systems in the government where action needs to be taken and the like. The fact that our government workers can't afford to miss one paycheck, one paycheck, and they're out on the street, losing their homes, barely able to put food on the table. Or how about the white supremacy that's rearing its ugly head in the form of MAGA hat wearing children who are badgering wartime vets? This isn't about national security anymore. We're reaching a point of no return seemingly before the anarchy and chaos start to break out. It's a real problem when people are pushed to poverty because their rationale can fly right out the window. Aside from the cartels, why is it so pertinent to national security that we build this wall? Does Mexico even have an army? Aside from these caravans that Trump keeps touting as being so dangerous? How about nuclear threats? Are there weapons of mass destruction over there besides habanero peppers and all the spice in the land? How about instead of buying the wall, why don't we just buy Mexico for 500 billion and then gut renovate it? so they aren't war-torn and flip it and reverse it. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But really, what's the tea on this border wall? Yet another meaningless distraction so that the Democrats stay unfocused for 2020 and continue to fight in the moment and not the long run. It's like the government employee or the millennials without jobs who aren't 
all that worried about whether the wall gets built or not when they don't even know if they're going to eat dinner or not tonight. Or keep the heat on. Or the lights on. We're systematically eradicating the lower class who depend heavily on the government and dismantling a once thriving middle class into a shadow of what it once was. But never fear. The rich, who have worked hard, and those who haven't, will still prosper and just ride out the wave. This is not the American dream. Not the American dream I grew up with and not the American dream so many are coming here to seek. More like a nightmare on Pennsylvania Avenue. If we don't find solutions quickly and stop showing our 7-2 offsuit starting hands, this Texas Hold'em game is going to be uphill all the way to the river. Random tidbit, the 7-2 offsuit is the worst starting hand in poker. Dear government, do your jobs. These are innocent people's lives you're ruining and there may be no coming back from it. Dear Democrats, stop blaming everything on Trump. There's plenty of blame to go around. How about we start within your own party and why you failed to produce a candidate that could take him out? You had arguably the most qualified candidate in the history of the presidency and you still couldn't win. And enough from both sides about the collusion and the rigging, etc. I also want to hear about the popular vote is your sole justification for why the system is broken. We already knew the presidency is not a popularity contest and the Republicans have proven that on multiple occasions. Politics is strategy. So instead of focusing on the 3 million she won by, try the 70,000 she lost by in the swing states. Also, stop whining in general about dirty politics and playing unfair. It's politics and it isn't fair. Just think, if Hillary had won by the popular vote and stuff had hit the fan, almost half of America, the half that didn't vote for her, would say, we told you so. So get things together internally and then come out swinging. And please, when you come out swinging, swing for the mother trucking fences. Because nobody has time for games. And you should probably look in the mirror, especially as of late, because you're becoming awfully hypocritical towards the Republicans and the conservatives. Do you know what it's like to be a Republican or a conservative in this day and age and era of Trump and actually approach one of your friends, family members, acquaintances, co-workers who's a liberal? You get judged immediately on the spot whether you support or don't support the president. You get called names like idiot and stupid and how could you and are you a dumb not even gonna finish that but and then you hurl insults like they're nothing clumping everyone together under one umbrella and then denouncing them sound familiar yeah let's cut the hypocrisy Dear Republicans, you may have dropped the ball, but 
it isn't but the you may have dropped the ball but it's still in your court and you have home court advantage so use it forcing the hand of the democrats might not be the best idea i don't think a pissing contest with nancy pelosi would go over very well Prog progress the party beyond the base the party isn't growing because it's stuck in the past and you've done nothing to bring it forward finally denouncing white supremacy congratulations here's a pat on the back a cookie and a 2019 sticker welcome if you plan on staying and running against him in 2020 get ready for a fight because he's not going down and he will drag you through the mud and feed you from a trough before he lets you unseat him as the incumbent. Also, figure out how to reconcile this Bible politics if you're with the LGBT community because they aren't going anywhere right now and they stand at around 8 million strong and boy do they get passionate about things that ruffle their tufted sleeves. Ooh child. I would have said feathers, but that's a little cliche, don't you think? So stop resting on your laurels thinking he's going to carry you to the promised land. Maybe he will. Maybe he won't. Maybe he won't even be here to do that. So have a contingency plan. Fire up the non-racist base. Show that the new Republican Party can look like one that consists of people we can be proud of. And that's up to date with the times. And finally, dear both, you realize it's only a competition while you're actually in election season. Otherwise, the three branches of government are supposed to work together, not against each other, or kicking the other while they're down. Checks and balances, remember? We can talk about the elephant in the room all we want, but let's not forget the donkeys there too. Shrek did and look what happened. Stay woke and sip lightly. Now if you'll excuse me, I need to steep the rest of this Earl Grey because I obviously have a lot of feelings and I don't even go here, but I felt some type of way and I had to spill the tea. Once again, my name is Xander Alexander, and I just want to thank you all ever so kindly for listening to All Tea, No Shade, where I try to keep it real, I try to keep it cute, and I always try to keep it real cute. That's the tea. <laughs>